to the Defenders podcast, the fan podcast about the Marvel Netflix series. I'm Claire. I'm Tammy. And we have no Matt or Mel this week. Uh, we do have a lurking Josie, um, Tammy's daughter, to ask questions this week, probably because we have an awesome guest to talk to. Um, as you guys may have guessed, one of our favourite characters in Iron Fist this season was Kyle. And we have Kyle himself here to join us. It's Alex Hi. Weiss. Hi. Hello. <laughs> I'm so happy to join you. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. I I think I contacted you weeks and weeks and weeks ago um, about coming on because I, I don't think I can explain quite how much we love your character <laughs> in this. And, um, but the problem is our, our, the way our podcast works is um, I'm the only one on the show that has seen all of Iron Fist. Well, apart from Josie, actually. Josie's seen it all, yeah. I believe. Um, but she, my she co-host... Um, it, yeah. yeah, Josie couldn't <laughs> wait. But my co-host, Tammy, Matt and Mel, actually watch one episode per week and we discuss it. So oh I really wanted to get you on the show, but I was thinking, oh, I can't get him on until Kyle has been killed because otherwise we won't be able to talk about that scene. <laughs> so we've been waiting and waiting and waiting and we've just covered that episode, so... We just covered your last and episode. And I don't know if I can go on, really. <laughs> no, I didn't know if I could go on either. But I had to accept my fate and just uh, play the scenes as they were given to me. But, you know, I remember actually when I got that scene, I was like, yes, I'm going to be in another episode. And then I read the script and I was like, crap. <laughs> I can imagine you were like, oh, there's a scene where I'm in the car. Awesome. I get out of that penthouse. Oh, crap. No, I'm dead. <laughs> right. That's right. But I thought, you know what? It's okay. It's a great honor to die on one of these shows. These are such incredible shows in this mm -hmm. Marvel universe. And to get to live in them is really cool. But to get to die in them in some <laughs> epic, weird death, that might even be cooler. So I'm okay with it. I'm, I'm at peace with the decisions of Scott Buck and, and the rest of the writers. That's awesome. I, I was going to ask you, actually, because uh, obviously you're in um, L.A. at the moment and um, the sort of Netflix Marvel shows are all shot in New York. So were you over in New York? Because I know you've uh, uh, done stuff on Broadway. You're in Spring Awakening, which is a show I love. So I just wanted to give you a thumbs up for that. Um, is that why you were working over in New York? Uh, yeah, I kind of go back and forth between New York and Los Angeles, and uh, my home base is actually more in New York, but I'm here right now doing a job. I'm on uh, The Bold and the Beautiful on yeah, CBS. Yeah, uh, You've been in so quite a few episodes, haven't you? So it's like a recurring role. Yeah, I mean, they really churn them out, so I, I think I've filmed something like 40-something episodes thus far, which is pretty cool. Wow. Um, wow. I've never done that many of anything, so... <laughs> That's <laughs> so, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> right, thanks. Um, so, uh, yes, yeah, so that's why I'm over here. But uh, I was in New York at the time. I had just finished up doing Spring Awakening, and I got uh, asked to audition for this. And I didn't even understand what it was that I was auditioning for because everything was so coded. Mm -hmm. And there were other names and other titles they were using and some scenes that weren't in the show. or You know, so it was all very um, suspicious, and I couldn't quite tell what I was even auditioning for. But... Um, Oh, can I tell you my audition story real quick? I yeah, of course. Of... Okay. <laughs> well, I first um, made um, a, uh, a videotape for the casting director of um, 
a short scene where I was getting choked and threatened, and that was kind <laughs> of it. It was real short and sweet. And so I made it with my friend and sent it in and thought nothing else of it. And then I got a phone call saying, hey, they're calling you in uh, to um, – to the casting director's office because you're really up for this show. And I was like, holy crap, are you really? <laughs> okay, that's awesome. That's so cool. So I remember they sent me the scenes and they, they told me, um, no, we're going to send you some scenes that are not for your character, but they're for a different character, but they just want to see you read more things. Mm -hmm. they, they just And I said, okay, that's great. So they sent me a scene that was... Um, a father, so I mean, I know you, you'll know which scene this is. They sent me a scene that was a father in an airplane talking to his son. Oh, okay. I was like, um, all right, this is, you know, some <laughs> 50 year old man or something. Uh, and here I am. I'm like, well, Sonny, let me tell you how it is. <laughs> and I was so confused. I was like, okay, but they wanted to send me something different. They wanted to. So let's do this. And I worked really hard on, like, my best father character. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I went into the audition, and I sat down with the casting director, and I read the, and I said the first line, and she said, wait a second, what scenes do you have? And I said, what, what, what do you mean? And I, I showed her, and she said, oh, somewhere along the way, you got the wrong script. Oh, no. This, oh, no. this is not for you. I was like, no. <laughs> Scream, no. And she said, all right, it's okay. Just relax. I'm going to give you uh, the scene that you're actually supposed to be reading. And why don't you, you know, run to a cafe, go learn this in 30 minutes and come back. And I, I mean, I was sweating bullets and the clock was oh, ticking. Man. And so I, I ran away to some, uh, you know, cafe and hid in the corner and was cramming the lines as fast as I could. <laughs> and then I went back to the casting director's office. I did the scene three or four times and she helped me get it until I, I got all the, the pieces right. And then the next day I was on a Netflix show. It was wow. the crazy. Wow. But as yeah, well, you can say, well, I'm versatile. I could play that other role as well if you want me to. <laughs> I know the lines. <laughs> no, I, I said, this is a missed opportunity because I think I should be the father, to be honest. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I wanted, Yeah, I wanted to ask you about the audition process because we've spoken to um, several actors across the, the Netflix shows now and they've all said about how secretive it is, you know, and um, we've kind of joked, you know, you can't speak about anything that hasn't been publicly released because Marvel probably, you know, S.H.I.E.L.D. is real and they have snipers on, you know, the rooftop across from your apartment. Um, oh, yeah. I know they're very, very secretive. But, like, I mean, obviously this is the, the, the fourth in the show, or the fifth series, actually, Netflix series to come out for the Marvel ones. So you'd obviously seen them before they came out, but were you knowledgeable about about sort of Marvel before that? Like, are you a comic book fan or anything like that? Uh, well, I, I wasn't really a comic book fan, but when, when Daredevil first came on Netflix, what, maybe three years ago, something like that, I, I binged that series real fast and fell in love with it. And then um, as, soon as, uh, as soon as I got the audition for... I kind of, I think between my initial audition and my callback, I pieced it together with my management team that this was the Marvel show, and mm -hmm. I had, you know, three or four days, and so within that three or four day span, I watched all of Jessica Jones and the second season of um, Daredevil. 
I watched both of those series. And wow. And I was just crazy about them. And I remember I was watching the, the scenes and then I would try acting them out and try and I try to match the style of what they were doing on the screen, you know, because every show has its own very distinct style. Mm-hmm. And I think especially Marvel, too, it's all very quiet and very serious and you kind of underplay everything. And, you know, and it was uh, and so I was trying to really get that down so I could go into my callback and, and have a, a good handle on stylistically what I was supposed to be doing. But uh, I in the process of auditioning for this show, I fell in love with, with this, uh, with this universe and with these series. And I felt very, very honored and excited to be a part of something like this. Definitely. And it's, it's when I remember when we spoke to a long time ago for Daredevil season one, we spoke to, um, John Patrick Hayden, who played Jack Murdoch, who I loved his performance in the first two episodes. And then I was just saying to him, no, like, it's comics. Anyone, like, nobody properly dies in comics. You know, Jack Murdoch can come back. I'm going to say Carl can come back as well. Just put him in the... The Iron Fist, like, his chi. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Or put him in the urn. Make him into an urn vampire like Harold, you know. Oh, vampire. I think that's falling. Exactly. I just want all these characters to come back. Um, oh. So next series, Earn Vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Earn Vampire, the series. So I think I, I I'm gonna kind of pass over to Tammy. I think for a sec because I love because Tammy, you love the character yeah. of Kyle, and I think yes. your reasoning behind it was one of my favorite things I've ever heard in our last episode in regards to Kyle's work ethic. <laughs> so, uh, so and Claire is actually similar in this sense. Yeah, I I work for. A, a corporate company <laughs> for, and I, I work for another company now, but I uh, worked for a company for 14 years and I really thought there were days where they were literally trying to kill me. Like <laughs> they were really trying to, to break me. And if you believe in a soul or not, like I thought they were trying to take my soul. I didn't know what was happening sometimes. And I started at a company, um, that company when I was rather young in my career and, uh, ambitious and they offered good money uh, but because of that I had to work all kinds of crazy hours and so like <laughs> when Kyle's story was on Iron Fist I was like I am Kyle Kyle is me <laughs> and um, so yeah during discussion with uh, about Kyle's death I was just like that could have been me, guys. That could have been me. <laughs> His job literally I killed him. Vanilla ice cream and got murdered. I, I'm so. so happy to to represent um, <laughs> the, the pain that corporate uh, that the corporate world caused. <laughs> and luckily, I have escaped from the corporate world, so yeah. you can do it as well, Tammy. Uh-huh. I escaped before it killed me. <laughs> good, good. It's pretty nice, but uh, yeah, I just. Um, Watching it, it was just every episode you were not in. <laughs> I was like, "But where's Kyle at? Where is he, guys? Is he okay? What's happened to him? I mean, Harold's not there, so what happened to him?" We we discussed it a lot. We were like, every time there was like Ward and Harold were in in the penthouse, and like obviously you weren't in the scene. We were like, "Where's Kyle? Harold wouldn't have given him a day off. Where is he?" <laughs> well, like, I had the same question. <laughs> I- I, too, would have really liked to be there for episodes three through eight. Yes. I, was, yeah. uh, I would have really loved that. Um, 
but it's okay, you know, I got to be there at all, so it's okay. I, I really thought it would have been funny if, like, in these scenes that he was not part of, if we did see, like, he's working in the other room on the laptop quietly, like, not really <laughs> Headphones trying in. to pay attention to what's going on. <laughs> but yeah, that he should have always... I agree, Alex, you should have been there in every scene. <laughs> Thank <Yeah>. you. Thank <laughs> you. Right in open uh, <laughs> uh, So... With that, uh, it you've done so much acting. Is there like uh, a job that you've taken that you just really like hated? Like, what was it that that you really just disliked? And can you talk about it? Yeah, really, <laughs> without naming names. I didn't name my company. Sure. sure, sure. Well, you know, well, I can tell you this. I when I was um, in college, I did an internship in an office, and I felt like they were Ooh. murdering my soul, yeah. and I. I sat at the desk and I would just um, see and I and I would pretend to be working on my laptop, but I'd actually just be watching episodes of How I Met Your Mother or (laughs) (laughs) just something to pass the time because I was just uh, about to lose my mind. So um, I was able to draw on some of that for um, my fear and my boredom, (laughs) you know, all the things in Iron Fist. Tammy, that yeah. sounds uh, familiar to me about someone watching um, episodes of Daredevil at their work. Um, Tammy? <laughs> no, it's Luke Cage. <laughs> oh, no, Luke Cage, sorry. <laughs> um, I wanted to, to ask you as well, because uh, we, um, I was lucky enough to speak to um, the production designer, Lauren Weeks, um, a, while, a while back now, and um, sort of chatted with him about some of the sets. And that awesome penthouse set, yeah. which is just gorgeous. Um, was it? beautiful it's it was stunning so beautiful. I, I told him i want him to if i ever become a super villain i want him to design my evil layer because <laughs> it's just stunning um but how was it working in that set and is there like any little things you can tell us about that we might not have picked up on um uh, from seeing it on screen well let's see i know that um when i was typing on the computer um there was a little light that was um in front of the screen they would turn off the screen but they would have a little um light shining up so it looked like my face was glowing but they you know so so something to get the light a little more specific um there was that i mean i i'm always fascinated though by the way on these um television sets that all the walls can open up Mm -hmm. so so like to my uh the wall that would uh let's see the the biggest wall that would open up was um when I'm sitting at the desk to my left, that entire wall comes off and mm. all of the, uh, and the directors are, we're behind there and the, and that's where the cameras would come in and out into the set. And, you know, that was, that was the biggest passageway was that wall to my left, um, from the desk. So, uh, that's always the coolest is the way that these are like, uh, puzzles that they can take apart and, and put back together. I always love seeing that. Awesome. Yeah, that that set is just gorgeous. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, the sets in the other shows as well. I'm still amazed that the Harlem Paradise set from yeah. Luke Cage is a set and not a real location. I was very upset to realize that we couldn't go and party <laughs> there in real life. <laughs> Do you know, when I watched Luke Cage, I, I, I said to a friend, I was like, wait, I've been there. I know I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it turns out I've not. <laughs> Um, so I, I wanted to ask you as well, how was it, because most of your scenes I was here with David Wenham, who is amazing. <laughs> how was it working with him? Um, incredible. That was the best part of being on Iron Fist, was working with David. He is the kindest guy and the most incredible 
actor. And, um, and I also really respect an actor. Like I, I've worked, um, I've done scenes with people who, um, have been, uh, you know, acted the role of the villain and, and, you know, or something like that. So, and, and, and they've been uh, not as kind to me when the camera's not rolling because they like to stay in that world. But David managed to be, uh, a great villain on screen, but then also he managed to be my friend off screen. And we'd sit there and we'd chat about life and he'd ask me for theater recommendations in New York. And he, uh, he was just the, the, the kindest guy who was really, um, a very supportive scene partner. And I learned a lot from working with him. I was thrilled to be there with him. Oh, that's great. And he's, he's so good in the show. We were saying he's, a very entertaining bad guy in the show. I, I really so wanted good. to be so mad at him. And that episode, <laughs> he was so kooky beforehand, and he was so funny and uh, uh, coming back from the dead and like trying to realize what life is again. And then, uh, yeah, when he killed Joe, I was like, God, I, I can't hate him, but I kind of hate him. So <laughs> yeah, I felt that way on that day too. Uh, <laughs> I remember, I remember after um, hours and hours of him, you know, bashing my head, uh, he, uh, he, he came over to the makeup chair. They were taking off all the blood from my face and my, and my hair. And he came over and he put his hands on my shoulders and I, and I recoiled. Oh, no. <laughs> it was just, it, you know, it was, it was in my body to be running from this man who had spent hours beating me up. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, but he's such an amazing guy. I really can't say that enough. And I learned a lot from working with him. That's great. That's always one of the things I'm amazed with as well in terms of like, you know, of, of death scenes and action scenes in, in television and film is that for in the final product, it lasts maybe a few seconds, but you've got to keep doing take after take of that. I mean, that must be such hard work. Oh, yeah. I mean, like that, the scene especially, I, I was really excited that they used the shot that they did. Um where uh where uh where I'm asking him for uh <laughs> the vanilla ice cream uh <laughs> where it's just one shot that doesn't cut away for mm -hmm. a while. Yeah. I thought that was very cool and that that really helped with the suspense I think too of the scene that they didn't cut away. But we filmed that moment from every single angle. Wow. Every single angle we we did just hours and hours and I think the entire day of him killing me it was about eight hours long oh, um, oh man I, know. I hope he took you out for a beer afterwards to make up for it <laughs> I, I afterwards i went out i went out for a drink with some friends and they were like how are you and i was like i'm fine <laughs> <laughs> but it was kind of you know it, it took a toll on me after uh, so many hours of getting hit I in the bet. head and crawling downstairs and screaming. It was, it was something. <laughs> I want to ask as well, was all that ice cream real? And did you guys get to eat any of it? No, none of it was real. It was all oh. like um, some weird foam. Some, I don't know what it was. It, it wasn't was, one was blue. <laughs> it's like, what ice cream is that? There were some crazy looking ice creams, right? Yeah. yeah. But I think, I think it was something that was closer to frosting than okay. it was ice cream. Yeah, some kind of concoction like that. But it was like some soft, foamy uh, substance. But no, we didn't have any of it. I don't think I ate that entire day. I just crawled downstairs and bled, you know. that was. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah. I think um, Josie actually had a question about the ice cream. Oh, sure. If, if you're there, Josie. Um, like, how many people have asked you 
What's your favorite ice cream flavor since you shot the episode? <laughs> um, you know, Josie, lots and lots of people have asked me that. <laughs> and, and I got it tell you my favorite flavor is vanilla you know <laughs> so did real. you get to pick that line or no, did you... <laughs> no i think they just saw the vanilla in my eyes you know <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, yeah but I'm, yeah it's it's kind of cool to be associated with such a weird ice cream flavored death. <laughs> i mean anything had to be better than what did he offer like some kind organic of organic cornflake yeah, ice cream? Corn like, what? I mean, wouldn't you take vanilla too? Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> or the blue one that was sitting there? Yeah, vanilla, what? definitely. Yeah, blue? I'm not eating that. <laughs> yeah, blue ice cream. Oh. And I think, jo- uh, Josie, you had a, another question as well, didn't you? Or you had a couple more? Yeah, I had two more. One is, what is your favorite pizza topping? Ooh, I like pepperoni. Oh, nice. What's uh, what's your favorite, Josie? I want to know that. Also pepperoni. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And what was your favorite and least favorite part about playing as Kyle? Uh, my favorite part was being friends with David Wenham and Tom Pelfrey, whom I also love, and it was so much fun to hang out with. And my least favorite part was getting hit in the head. <laughs> <laughs> yes it went on for so long for you <laughs> it really was a long day i mean <laughs> i hope david wasn't too method about it and he's like yeah we should totally do it for real <laughs> you know there's there's a there was a very fine line and uh you know there were parts of it that you know he just sometimes had to pick me up by my hair you know because wow. it's he's right yeah. there it's a close-up we, <laughs> we both just had to commit so i kept telling myself this is gonna look great this is gonna look great <laughs> Oh, it does. It really does. I mean, it's such a, a great yeah. scene. And I was I was anticipating it all the way through the series because I knew Tammy just couldn't wait for, for you to appear back in the show. But then I and I, I was kind of like, oh, no, he's he's definitely coming back. But then I was also like, and then he gets killed. So it was bittersweet for you, wasn't it, Tammy? Oh, yeah. Well, and, and Claire would she didn't spoil me, but she just said, oh, there's just a certain scene um, about ice cream that I can't wait for you to see. And she seemed so happy about it. I was like, I'm thinking, you know, Danny is eating ice cream. On our podcast, we say that he's kind of puppy-like. And I was like, does he lick the ice cream funny? Like, I don't know what this ice cream scene is. And when I got to it, I was like, I cannot believe my friend would do that to me. I'm sorry, Tammy. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted to, uh, just out of interest, well, I wanted to ask you, because um, obviously you did Spring Awakening. Is that, yeah. are you sort of looking to do more musical theatre? Because I, I love musical theatre. Um, or sort of go more into television, film, that kind of thing? Um, you know, I really love doing both. I like going back and forth between the two worlds. I, I started off by doing theater. Um, I would do a lot of youth theater when I was a kid, and I studied it in in college. And then, you know, and uh, and then I once I got to New York, I started uh, television started happening for me too, and I fell in love with that also. So it's really great for me to go back and forth and it keeps it interesting and I get to do different things and go to different places. And so I'm really appreciative of both of those worlds. It's great that they're filming so much TV in New York now. It seems to be they're filming more and more there and it gives 
opportunities, like more opportunities to actors who live on the East Coast, you know, rather than the West Coast. A lot of the actors yeah, in the it, Marvel shows seem to say that. I mean, that being said, I'm in Los Angeles, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, a few of the actors from Daredevil have moved over to Los Angeles, so they were in New York and then they moved over to Los Angeles for, for work stuff. So you're in good company. No. Yeah. Or more I, I competition, am. I should say. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. It's, 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 you know, some days it's that. Some days it's good company. And it's better weather. Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful. It's a beautiful day. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, it's always raining in London. <laughs> always. Uh, that's true. I actually went to London over the summer. A couple of friends of mine got married there. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, it was so gorgeous there. Um Oh, gosh, I forgot where it was, but we were in the country, um, kind of near Bath, England. Oh, yeah, yeah, so Bristol, maybe. Yeah, it was around there, and it was just so beautiful, so I'm a big fan. <laughs> you need to come back to London, and I will do my give you my patented tour of London to visiting Americans that I've done I many would... times. <laughs> well, that sounds wonderful. There you go. <laughs> um so I, I mean, we're we're sort of just coming up on half an hour, and you've been so generous with your time. So I don't want to keep you any longer than, than um, than you have. But I wanted to ask, sort of, you're doing Bold and Beautiful now, but have you got any other projects you've got coming up that you want to tell us about, uh, or that you can well, speak about? So far, uh, so far, it's just uh, Bold and Beautiful, and uh, and I, I think there's some other stuff that will be, I, but nothing that's confirmed yet. So. Um, Check back with me in the fall, and I think I'll have some uh, some exciting developments. I sure awesome. hope. <laughs> Fingers so crossed. We'll see. Thank you. Though. And you're on Twitter as well, so obviously people can follow you on Twitter. Um, yep. And uh, um, I'm at Alex Wise, and on Instagram, Alex J Wise, and that's me. I have to follow you on Instagram as well. Oh, awesome. please do. I they... post pictures. <laughs> there you go, Josie as well. Josie's very active on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, it was nice talking to all of you and and you too Josie I'm really glad to talk to you so yeah thank you so much Alex I honestly it's been yeah. it was so nice to talk to you and we, we couldn't wait we were just looking forward to it for ages um and we loved your character and you did such a great job in the show honestly thank you so much that that means a lot to me and 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 wait for Kyle's revenge <laughs> I just want, I just want, I, I actually put a thing on the Facebook group saying, hang on a sec, there's one Infinity Stone left in the Marvel Universe that hasn't been accounted for. It's the Soul Stone. Maybe they would resurrect Kyle, and then Kyle could fight in the Infinity War and fight yeah. Thanos, and then they all celebrate afterwards with ice cream, with vanilla ice cream. There you go. That sounds wonderful, but I don't think Kyle has any upper body strength. So. <laughs> he could do the behind-the-scenes admin work, you know. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. I will. Um, I'll send you a link. Obviously, once we've uh, we've released the the interview, it should be up today or tomorrow. Um, yeah, and have uh, enjoy the rest of your your weekend. Thank you so much. You thank too. You. And thanks for having me. Really. Thank <laughs> yeah, you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening. You can comment and send feedback to us by emailing defenderspod at gmail You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Defenders Podcast or on Twitter at Defenders Pod. Defenders Podcast is created under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 3.0 Unported International License. 
That means you can share it, you can send it to your friends, you just can't make any money off of it. You can't change it and you have to link back to us and our site. Excelsior!